0: Hello and welcome to CAA Conversations. I am here today with Carlos René Pacheco from Minnesota State University, Moorhead, and Ann Thuy Nguyen, spelled Ann-Thuy, from Pima Community College. They're here today to talk about MFA programs preparing their graduates to be educators and faculty members. Carlos is a photographer and new media artist, and he currently resides in Fargo, North Dakota, where he has taught courses in photography, contemporary art theory, and professional practices in the arts as an assistant professor. Anthui is a Tucson-based multimedia/transdisciplinary artist whose work spans from photography, video and installation to performance art. and she is the head of the photography program at Pima Community College in Tucson, Arizona. And without any further ado, I'm going to hand the conversation over to these two. Thank
1: you, Ellen. Thank
2: you. So Anthhuii,
1: how you yeah. doing? I'm doing great. Um, I bet you're doing good, too, Carlos. I am.
2: Yep. Enjoying my summer.
1: Cool. So um, would you like to start first or? Um... Yeah. So
2: we're going to be talking a little bit, um, as I said, about um, sort of our experiences with um, teaching um, and our experiences in grad school, um, mm-hmm. going to two different programs. Um, in different places in the country, actually. Um, I went to Ohio, um, and you were in Texas, yeah? Yeah.
0: Um,
2: And just sort of, were we prepared as professors um, in those programs, being that we're MFA students, um, were we actually prepared to be professors? Were there classes that we took? Um, What has that experience been, Um, being that we're young professors um, right now? Um, and sort of developing our teaching practice um, in addition to our um, art practice. Um, One of the questions I actually wanted to ask you was when you decided to go to grad school, um, I think a lot of um, art students sort of go maybe with the intention of becoming a professor um, at some point. Was that the case for you? Did you actually know you wanted to teach um, photography when you decided to go to grad school?
1: Wow, this one totally off the off the script. Yeah. <laughs> but this is awesome. Um, actually, when I started applications, um, I did have the idea of being a teacher in the end. But yeah. one of my professor in undergrad, Joseph LeBay, he was telling me that do not write those down because that's not the main purpose of you going to grad school. And yeah. if it's become that way, then it will be. But you should not do that because that's not how a program will take you in for that sole purpose only. And I'm I'm kind of happy that you asked me this question. Now I'm thinking about it, even though I asked LeBay that question of whether or not should I write it down and so forth. But I didn't really thinking of okay, I go to higher ed so I can become like a teacher or something else. And the school that I chose to go to is a private school, like Southern Southern Methodist University in Dallas. Mm. And th- that program is only a two-year program. And there is no class specifically prepared for me to be an artist, uh, be an artist educator, like be an educator in the end. I see yeah. So it's solely now that I'm looking back to the program, and most of the the uh, MFA candidate came out from that program. Dominantly, they practice as artists.
2: Yeah. So maybe not
1: of them. Yeah.
2: Not educators first, but practicing artists.
1: Yeah. Now that I'm looking at it, they're just a very small amount of us be be became art teacher or professor as higher yeah. ed.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think I kind of had a similar experience with grad school. Um, I was maybe, I did things maybe a little bit differently because I got into art school um, a little bit later. I was actually an astronomy student um, when I was an undergrad. Um, and I transferred into photography, um, into the School of Art at the U of A. Um, thinking, oh, I'll apply this to learning astrophotography, um, because I was no longer interested in the sort of applied part of astronomy. Um, and so I really only had about two or three years in the School of art um, photography program. Um, and it was my last year that I was asked about if I was thinking about going to grad school. And so up until that point, I didn't even really know what that meant. Um, I didn't even really have a concept of Um, okay, you go to grad school, um, what does that mean? But then also it opens up these other opportunities. I didn't even know what those opportunities were um, until I started researching um, and talking to my professors and um, seeing what my options were. Um, So I would say I definitely didn't know um, that I would sort of seek to become a professor, um, certainly not before applying to grad school, uh, but maybe not even when I got there um, just yet. Um, knowing that that would be an option um, and in fact the school that I went to um, Ohio University um, in Athens Ohio um, they it sounds like maybe emphasized um, teaching a little bit more um, they actually do have a, uh, a class dedicated um, to teaching the graduate students um, how to be art professors um, or art teachers um, but i was also on a slightly different path in that i took um when i got there um, rather than a ta position i was given a ga position um, and actually worked in uh, one of the on campus um, galleries and in the museum um, in athens um, so i didn't even actually teach until my third year um, i believe it was yeah um, but i never ta'd um, but i did have that class um, which i think um, was very beneficial um and it was sort of set up so that um, we'd come in um, we'd come up with a teaching plan um, we'd come up with assignments um, at one point we actually even were required to go to um, another professor's class and sort of teach that class for the day um, and then bring that experience back um, and actually review that so it was a lot like an art critique and um, mm-hmm. that we we came back and discussed um, what our assignment was for that class, um, how we administered that assignment, um, what was some of the student feedback about that situation, um, and then sort of broke it down um, as a group. Um, and for me, that was actually a semester long class. Um, so that was an interesting experience. Um, I think that's definitely something that was different um, in our uh, different programs. Um, you said you went to a two year program, right?
1: Yeah, so I was, I'm, I'm... That's possibly one of the reason why too, because your program is the state school in three years, yeah. right? And yep. mine is a private school with a two year program. So I'm curious because of the nature of the institution. Um, therefore, the, the the graduate student being assigned for a different kind of purpose. Because I know for me, yes, I I don't, I I'm not an instructor of record for any class, but yeah. I do. I did have to. Go and do in TA, and my TA duty would be to assist instructor, my professor, in um, in their classes, the class that they teach undergrad. Yeah, uh, some hour of work, but yeah, I never have my own class. But I watch and I observe. If I guess if I want to be a teacher, I would observe their style to see what they do, what assignment that they do, and just. Kind of create my own thing from what I observe from them. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. I guess I never really um, thought about that, especially when researching grad schools and maybe that's some good information for people who are considering going to a graduate school um, to get their MFA, um, that Mm -hmm. the difference between a two-year program and a three-year program, um, obviously a two-year program in most cases is going to be more art-focused, more intensive um, in that regard, Um, whereas a three-year program, right, I got to maybe explore a little bit more um, and try different things. Um, I never TA'd, but I did um, have my own class, so I was an instructor of record um, my third year, Um, so it was an interesting, yeah, interesting experience. Um, So the difference between...
1: And there's also, if we look at the market, um, in the higher ed uh, market, when they're looking for faculty, right, they usually say they would consider somebody with instructor of record experience, or they don't. So I guess for those who are interested to further their education, really need to look into what is what what are the outcome like when yeah. they do these program? What do they actually want to be? They want to be both one or the other. That way they can choose the right program that would help you to reach that goal.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. I think sometimes that decision comes down to um, and I'm sure it still played a part in our education, but funding. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe you're offered this type of funding for being a TA if you go here. Um, to this school, um, but it really kind of depends on what you want to do, right? Um, I think we've, we've yeah. probably both known people um, who went to grad school who didn't want to be professors, um, yeah. but still had to do either a TA or teach a class yeah. on their own, um, and sometimes that's maybe not the right fit. Yeah, uh, so I think, yeah, a lot of different um, factors at play um, when choosing where you're going to go, um, but also how. Those particular schools function. yeah um, really doing your research, figuring out what is it that you want to do? Um,
1: I think yeah, and like- having conversation with the graduate advisor to find yeah. out where is the funding coming from if if you wish not to teach, so there are there any other way for 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 you to to earn funding?
2: Yeah yeah, and I would say from my own experience again, Having gone down a slightly different path, all of the people that I went to school with in grad school um, sort of started out on that track where they they took this teaching seminar class um, and then they were TAing and then they had their own classes, some of them. Um, whereas I was sort of two years behind that because um, I worked at the museum for two years and then the galleries for two years. Um, had I gone to grad school thinking what I want to do is be a professor um, specifically, that might have been maybe the wrong school, um, but for mm-hmm. me, um, who is a person that likes to sort of explore different avenues, um, I think it was a really great experience. Um, so definitely, yeah.
1: There's um, so I I, I want to follow up with that. Considering our situation, which are like we we are minted professors, right? We got out from grad school and then we landed um the job at higher ed institution and I wonder do you find yourself emulating uh, do you find yourself emulating um your mentor or your professors when you were in grad school or when undergrad um or do you develop your own teaching style like how do you um apply that in your own classroom yeah
2: uh I think I do Certainly in the beginning, um, and I'm not um, the most experienced of professors, I've been teaching for four years, Um, but definitely in the beginning, I sort of drew on experiences and information that I gathered from other professors that I had. Mm -hmm. Uh, Things like assignments, for sure, and lectures where I was like, oh, this actually interested me, it's information that I held on to, that would be good for my students as well. Um, But I would say I definitely bring my own um, sort of flair to my classrooms. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, going back to my um, early failed science background, um, oftentimes I'll present information sort of scientifically, Um, like I'll talk about the sort of background information, I'll tie in other topics. um, And we're both specifically um, teaching photography Um, but bringing in some of the science um, of that, right? So I take my students in, um, sometimes it's a little bit more performative. I'll take them into one of the rooms we have set up that's actually a giant camera obscura and we will actually stand inside of a camera before going and giving them their own little 35 millimeter film camera. Mm -hmm. Um, So they can sort of understand and I'll take out different lenses and I'll put them in front of the opening Um, of the um, camera obscura. So they can see how it magnifies and will move back and forth physically within that room. um, And you can see how that changes the image before they're given like a zoom lens, right? Um, So they can actually experience those kinds of things. Um, So I'd say my style is definitely a little bit more performative, a little bit more, um, I don't know if interdisciplinary is the right term, um, but I like to bring in outside ideas Um, to sort of supplement the photography teaching um, because I think a lot of our students if not most of them can figure out how to make a good image um, Mm -hmm. but also we were trained as conceptual artists so where do they bring the sort of content um, of the images that they're making where do they get that from Um, I think has been implemented in my um, style a little bit more Um, what about you have you had to sort of improvise or do you um, implement other parts of who you are into your practice?
1: So when I was standing in front of a classroom, I guess, I, um, how, how do I, let me frame this answer, it would be better. So I went, so because of the nature of um, the program that I went to, like the undergrad, and then for the grad program as well, and I never got a chance to have my own class and develop my own curriculum, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. What I did was when I get out from graduate um, graduate school, I would sit in and observe mm-hmm. other instructor to see how they teach. Oh,
2: interesting. When I
1: was in school, yes, they gave me assignment to assist um, professor. Um, but I I possibly at that time have a different mindset Like I'm just sitting there and helping them how to turn projector on uh, Gather the information and so forth and watch how they teach but it did not register in my mind that okay I'm going to copy these and these because I want to be a professor someday along the line um, And I have to make artwork as well to, yeah. to fulfill for my program but when after I'd done grad school, I had more time and kind of thinking about what I wanted to do. And um, teaching track is one of the possibilities that would help me to sustain my practice as an artist. So therefore, I would sit in um, classes taught by instructor or adjunct in um In in um, like in Pima Community College at that time, another mentor of mine, um, Sam and Simon Myers, she was uh, the head of the photo program. So she let me sit into these her class and other classes by other colleagues of her so that I can watch how um, how they teach the class. What kind of assignment I'm giving out for the class? I took advantage of that opportunity and I just ops like a sponge. I just suck it in a bunch of information, get yeah. all the assignment and so forth, um, and then prepare. When I started prepare my teaching applications, um, and also the first time when I started teaching seven years ago in Roger State University in Claremore, Oklahoma. I had to develop my own class based on all of the little segments, all these little things that I have been gathered along the way from my professor, from undergrad, uh, from graduate school, and from all the classes I was I, I was sitting on at that time. So for me, I gathered the best of everything from the best of my knowledge, uh, combine them, mix match them all the way, and then kind of make. Get into my own, um, and when I'm standing in front of the class, um, I'm very much consider myself as a performing artist as well. When I start teaching, <laughs> because I'm fully aware I'm in a very different region of the United States, mm-hmm. and um, I am possibly one, two, maybe like three or four female minority professor in that school. Um, and English is not my native language. So I'm aware of the fact that all of these students sitting right down there, like staring at me, and looking at me, waiting for me to deliver this information. So therefore, I have to find a way that deliver this information, but it resonates is my own style and making them exciting about the material I'm going to deliver to them. Because all the information is the same, but how can I deliver to, to them in such a way that it resonate in their mind and make them excited, um, make them excited, make them exciting about that material. Um, and so for me, yes, I developed my own style on top of gathering and borrow uh, from other mentors and professors and friends and colleagues uh, along the way. Um, and... And do that in front of this classroom. Yeah. Like, say, very much so, like a performative, performant artist. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Um, you actually made me realize something, too the sort of daunting task of developing curriculum. That's actually something I've had to do um, um, while teaching as well. Um, but it's interesting because I think when you're a student, your professors seemingly already have all of this laid out, right? Some of them have been teaching for 10, 15, 20 years. Um, They sort of know, I think sometimes the steps, they know the information that they need to give to you. Um, so It's interesting, this sort of dilemma as new professors um, who have to sort of synthesize all of this different information um, into a class that's informative um, and is gonna pass on the information that we think is important yeah Um, it's not already there laid out for us but we have to figure out okay we want this piece of information and we want them to learn about this um, and these two things sort of fit together so maybe we can make that work Um, but maybe this other piece of who we are or what we want to teach has to become a different class Um, so I think that's, um, interesting, um, and I, I totally understand, um, as a, a Hispanic professor in a predominantly, um, white area, there's a sort of, um, performative quality, um, to, um, teaching certain students. I'm curious, do you, do you ever show your students your work specifically?
1: No, I don't. No. Interesting. Yeah. It seems like they're not interested in my work. No, No, I try to. Yeah. I mean, I, um, in my syllabus, I post my website in there for them. And I always tell them if you are interested to find out what kind of work and practice that Protestant artist, I am. You're welcome to check out my work. But I never really um, show using the class time to show my work because I I don't want um, them to have a notion that, OK, I have to make this kind of work so she would appreciate my work. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think I think that's definitely true. Um, I actually do show my work sometimes. Um, I usually try to tie it back to something maybe more technical.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, things. yeah
2: because you don't, again, you don't want your students to see what you make and then they think, okay, I have to make that same thing Mm -hmm. in order to get an A in this class. Um, And often I'll stress, like, you guys will make a bunch of stuff that I don't sort of like, um, but that is still conceptually or aesthetically valid, right? It's not about what I like. Um, If it was... (laughs) I would sort of present it that way Um, but it's about developing your own voice as an artist um, or as artists Um, so you bring what you like to me and maybe you teach me something as well Um, Mm -hmm. but then it's yeah not about um, you sort of pleasing the professor Um, but it is interesting that I've actually had a professor at one point um, who said before the end of the semester show your students your work at least once. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, as professors, we kind of are this sort of nebulous creature. Um, they they understand that we're artists, but they don't really see the process. They don't see, they see the professor, the person who's up in front of the class teaching um, and giving them this information, but they don't see how that information was gathered or how this person, Um, who's in charge of this classroom sort of processes that information, Um, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I do, I do try to show them, um, for instance, I had a project that I was working on and I tested out a new type of paper and so I brought that print in and a couple prints on a different type of paper and I showed them like, this is why I made this decision, Um, you guys can print on whatever you like, um, but those kinds of choices you should be thinking about. Um, What does it feel like? Um, What does the surface of that paper look like? Um, Is it easy to maintain um, archivally or things like that? Um, Yeah.
1: So early on, you mentioned a little bit about our role when we came in um, to high ed, teaching in high ed. Um, Like for me, once again, um, there's no classes to prepare me to be a professor at all, right? And for you, even though there's class that prepare you to be one, but do does that class teach you or show you example of how curriculum is like? Have anybody talked to you about that at all?
2: Um, no, I suppose not necessarily. Um, the, I mean, obviously a class like that can be somewhat limited um, because it is just one person teaching that class, and they're teaching it to all of the different grad students in different areas and different media. Oh. Uh, so,
0: they,
2: so that's certainly, I think, one of the the sort of hurdles of teaching a class like that. Um, So they can't say, well, in photography, you have to teach this way or teach this style or teach this okay. particular material. Um, there was some discussion in terms of like curriculum, Things like, is it a lecture class or is it a lab class? Mm-hmm. Um, and how would you handle those those sort of things? Um, but no, I think in terms of where I'm at right now, um, if certainly I had any questions, there were people I could definitely go to. Um, yeah. To sort of left open. Um, there was a sort of framework of, of classes that maybe should exist or a type of curriculum that should fit within a fine art um, or bfa program mm-hmm. um, i was sort of allowed to develop that as i saw fit to some degree
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah to it, for- yeah. further the, that, further to that too we have conversation about um, um, as young faculty when we go to um, this new environment to teach we are Expect to, to teach broadly? Yeah. What, what do you teach at your institution now, Carlos? Um,
2: so in my time here, I've taught, um, obviously, the photography classes. Um, and there are four of them that I've developed um, in different sort of topics um, in photography. So um, a class based in identity in photography, um, experimental photography, um, digital contemporary concepts um, in photography, classes like that. Um, outside of photography, I've actually taught um, professional practices most recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I taught contemporary art theory, um, contemporary wow. design and art theory, I think is the full class, um, as well as an art appreciation class. Um, wow. So, yeah, I've had to sort of branch out and figure out. Um, and I think a lot of new faculty um, are sort of in this position where you have to teach classes that maybe are, related to what you do as a practicing artist, but aren't necessarily um, your specific medium? Um, Are there any classes like that that you've had to teach?
1: Well, me, let's see. Yeah, when I first started at Artist our program, kind of small. So I was assigned to teach um, an art appreciation, and of course, black and white photography one and two. And then what else do I teach? Oh, and then I have to teach um, art for social change. Mm. Uh, it's a new class with like a new project. So we have to um, design a new class. And so that was given to me. And then later on, slowly, I have to teach uh, art marketing and then teach art foundation and then. Yeah, for my last year there, um I was assigned to teach uh, senior capstone. So it's it's quite broad, more than just photography that uh, my degree um is about. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about those assignments? Was that do you think it's a good I don't know, should I frame it, is that a good thing or is it a bad thing, but how you feel about that for new faculty when we have to teach so broad? Hmm. Um, program?
2: Obviously I can only speak for myself. I tend to be a person a sort of personality who can be sort of thrown in the deep end and find my way. Um, I've definitely been surrounded um, by a good group of faculty here as well um, who again if I had any questions um, about some of the classes or um, setting things up um, I could easily talk to them um, it can be a little bit scary, um, especially, I think, for n- even newer faculty coming in. Um, I didn't teach a contemporary theory class till my second year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That was probably a big shift. Um, there was a professor on sabbatical, um, and this class became available, um, and they asked if I wanted to teach it. And I figured, let's go for it, right? Um, it could be... Good learning experience for me um, and definitely for the students. Um, But yeah, figuring out again, um, talking about this sort of idea that we're collecting information through our practice, through our interactions with other people, um, as students ourselves um, in the past, um, but then coming across having to teach a class that I don't have the information for. Um, I have it because I am a contemporary artist Mm -hmm. and I'm sort of dealing with that information in small bits and pieces here and there in my own work um, in my own practice um, but figuring out again how do I seek out the information that I need that these students in this particular class which again is a broad range of students not just photo students how do I bring that information to this class and teach them what they need um, to learn for when they leave and that was actually a um a senior 400 level class um so those students will be graduating um either that semester or the next semester um so sort of this sort of final class um what information can i give them so that when they're done they take something away with them um, yeah did, how, what did you what have you thought of that experience um coming in and teaching classes that maybe you didn't expect to teach
1: yeah. I feel that, let's see, I think this is actually not a bad idea neither. Um, like for me, somehow I was very eager to receive those assignments, like something new every semester.
2: Yeah.
1: So every semester I have to figure out, okay, what am I going to teach for that class? Um, based on the standard curriculum layout. And I have to look at the objective, the student learning outcome, and then create the assignment or activities that related to those student learning outcomes to make sure that it can be assessed. Because the more we be into this whole academic uh, field, that we need to figure out how those numbers, like how to measure these outcomes too. So I think it's kind of exciting for me um, to receive new assignment every semester, but at the same time, it's quite challenging. Um, Yeah,
2: it's it's definitely a lot of work, right? There's a lot of planning um, and research that goes into it.
1: Um, Yeah, but it's but it's really I really enjoy it, and I think just like you say, we are fortunate to to be in such a program that your fellow colleagues were or are very encouraging and super helpful. Yeah. They don't teach those class. They gave it to us, but they but they give us information of what yeah. we can can do. And on top of that, because we are contemporary artists and we're young and we we still like practicing and actively engaged, so we are well rounded with information that out there and what are more suitable for this group of students that yeah. um, that might find our practice a little bit more relevant to their, um, their personal interests and so forth. Yeah. yeah. And I think
2: there is an interesting point there too in that when, um, when you come into a school, certainly you learn sort of who the students are, right? The students that you have in your classes. Um, and when you're in a particular position, those students come up through your classes and you sort of get to know them. And there's something interesting, the sort of dynamic of, um teaching a class you've never taught before. And I don't know that this is something you can learn through a teaching seminar class. Um, but now you're teaching students you've never maybe interacted with. Um, and this will be the first and maybe even only class they'll have with you. Um, and sort of how do you navigate uh, um that right? Because students have so many different learning styles. Um, they're used to a particular professor, um, those kinds of things. Um, something I never really thought about.
1: This is true. Yeah. This is true. When they go to smaller program, they somehow got stuck with only one option. Yeah. The only one professor that would teach photography, and they had to study from that one style. But when they go to bigger yeah. school, then they have option. But yet, in bigger school, they're more faculty, but one faculty is somehow strong in this category, so they only teach that one category. Yeah. Right? so it is do the same but i think it's this is all good i think this would be good for one to like for myself an example i learn and i study from so many various different image makers and i pick out the best from each of them um, and make it into a system and i follow that yeah so it's good to to see variation and variety style um, and then you kind of develop your own.
0: Well, thank you both so much. This was a really great conversation. And we're so glad you could be a part of CAA Conversations.
1: Thank you, Ellen and CAA, Poscat and Carlos, for <laughs>